0: day um, when you're being used by God sometimes you don't want to be <laughs> sometimes you want to be home in your jammies watching the services but you know what when God gives you something and you do what God says that trumps being in your jammies at home <laughs> because you get such a blessing out of it so Pray that God would have his divine will and way and that he would speak through me because the message that he's given to me today, it's just, it's, it's, it's an kind of an odd message and it needs to be interpreted correctly and I need to be able to deliver it correctly that it comes out right so you don't get the wrong uh, meaning. But one thing I can say is this, the messages that I bring, almost all of them, probably all, every single one of them, is to direct you towards Jesus Christ, to direct you to his love, to direct you to a plan of salvation, to a place beyond this world that we're going to be able to spend eternity with the Lord. So uh, we'll go ahead and get into our message. Um, Brother Danny already prayed. Um, If you were going to title this message, um, the title I put on it would, um, Who Are You Responding To? Isn't that a curious New Year's uh, message? Who are you responding to? You see, the thing is, um, our entire life, if you're a Christian, has been given to this one that we call the Prince of Peace. We trust that he's going to take care of our problems for us. We trust that he's going to protect us. We trust that he's going to help us. We trust this Prince of Peace that we call Jesus, that he's going to heal us. That uh, when we do this, we become very vulnerable. What do, what do I mean by that? If you think about it, we're trusting in somebody or someone that we cannot see. (laughs) At least I don't. I've never seen the Lord. But we're trusting. We're putting all our eggs in one basket into someone, to something that we cannot see, the Prince of Peace. But you know what? I can tell you one thing. Even though I can't see the Lord Jesus Christ, I know he's there. Uh, th- there's proof, <laughs> that word uh, faith, uh, believing, and, and uh, uh, believing in something that you can't see. But how do you know, Brother Andy? Because I can feel him. You ever felt the Lord? You ever felt his comfort? Is not the Lord a comforter also? Is there not a reason why they call him the prince of peace have you ever experienced the peace from jesus yes and when you do you know he is real have you ever experienced his love his joy i have never seen him never seen him with my eyes but i have felt him deeply many times You know, in the past, we have been told not to go by our feelings. And that is such wonderful advice uh, that we are given. And, And I'll tell you why. Because we have another prince that is out there besides the Prince of Peace. This other prince is called the Prince of the Power of the Air. And here's the thing with the Prince of the Power of the Air. We don't see him either. No, we don't see him, but we can feel him. And when you feel the prince of, uh, the power of the air, it is not peace. It is not comfort. It is not joy. But it is fear. You feel anxiety, worry, doubt, anxiety. That's the reason why we shouldn't go by feelings in this. Aspect Because when you're feeling these things from the prince of the power of the air, when he's at work, we don't have to go by those feelings. But simply knowing that there's a prince of peace and the prince of the power of the air, we can turn to the one that is true and right. Like I said, faith, faith is something that you you believe in that you can't see and there's no doubt there's no question that we are going to experience the Prince of Peace and the, 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 the prince of the air the negative and the positive the evil and the good <laughs> you know if it was my choice I would always want to um, experience the Prince of Peace but we live down in this world where we're going to experience both. And I'll, I'll explain to you what I'm talking about. You know, it'd be nice to live on the top of the mountain all the time and never be tempted and tried. But that's not how it works. We're going to be tempted. We're going to be tried. We're going to, be, um, um, we're going to make choices to move towards God uh, or, or away from Him. So one is a comforter, one is peace, one is joy, But the conflict (laughs) and the problem is the other one is fear and worry and doubt. And I will say this before we get too deep into the message. This message is not all about feeling uh, fear and worry and doubt. um, uh, Or I should say not not feeling these things. Let me say that again so it's more clear. This, is, this message is not about not feeling these negative uh, articles, not feeling worry, not feeling fear, because the enemy will place those feelings there for you, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But it's not not to feel those things, but it's what you do when you do feel those things. Uh, in short, uh, to rather, we can pivot towards love or we can pivot towards, you know, evil. So um, let's get into our message. If we can turn to Isaiah 9 and 6. Isn't that a Christmas message, Brother Andy, Isaiah 9 and 6? Yes, it is. (laughs) It's a prophecy. It's a prophecy of what was going to happen, the the Prince of Peace coming. Uh, And uh, I don't know about you, but Christmas is all year round for me. Uh, We can experience Christmas uh, 24-7, so if you're sad that a week ago Christmas ended, it's not over yet. So Isaiah 9 and 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Why are you so emotional, Brother Andy? Because I have experienced that wonderfulness, if that's a word. <laughs> I've experienced this. These are not just words be, to be prophesied. This prophecy has come true, and I experience this wonderful counselor. What a wonderful counselor that I have the opportunity to go to the mighty God, the everlasting Father. You know, in this day and age, there's not very many lasting fathers. But this one's not going to leave. Everlasting Father. and Then my favorite, the Prince of Peace. And that's what we'll be speaking about, partly the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 7, 9 and 7 says, And the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Wow. That's powerful. There'll be no end to that peace. We'll move on to what happened in Luke 2 and 13. You probably read this many times during the Christmas season. Luke 2, 13 and 14 We know the story of the shepherds in the field, and um, they're keeping their watch over their flock, and an angel came and spoke to them. But after the angel came, it says in verse 13, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, and this is really, really important, glory to God in the highest, Peace, or I, should, I, I, I get this backwards, but it's okay. And on earth, peace, goodwill to man. I've shared some of these thoughts with our class recently, but um, this heavenly host praising God, they had a few words to say, and all of them, they must have been very, very, very important. And I would like us to understand what, what does all this mean? What were they saying, and how does it apply to us today? They said, and on earth peace. <laughs> Just like was prophesied that the prince of peace was coming, and goodwill towards man. Can I ask you a question? Is there peace on earth? Is there, is there peace on earth? It was prophesied that it would be everlasting peace. What's going on? Well, I, I, I heard a song. Actually, we have this song in one of our hymnals. It's called I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. And I read it. Sorry. I started weeping. And I'd like you to hear these words and see how it applies to us. It starts off, it says, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play, and mild and sweet their songs repeat. Peace on earth, goodwill to man. You know, that's how it is during the Christmas season sometimes. We like to hear the the stories, the Christmas songs, and it's all good. Something radiates in here, at least with me. And the bells were ringing, and this is what they're ringing, peace on earth. And the choir singing, peace on earth. And my heart, I hear them. Hold on a second. The heart hears them? That's pretty important for our message. And in my heart, I hear them. What do they sing? Peace on earth. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. And in despair, I bowed my head. There's no peace on earth, I said. For hate is strong. It mocks the song. Peace on on earth, goodwill to men. But the bells are ringing. Peace on earth. Like a choir they're singing. Peace on earth. Does anyone hear them? Peace on earth. Goodwill to man. Then (laughs) Then rang the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead. Nor does he sleep. Peace on earth. Peace on earth. The wrong shall fail. The right prevail. With peace on earth and goodwill to men. Then the bells are ringing. Peace on earth. Like a choir, they're singing peace on earth. And with their hearts, you hear them peace on earth and goodwill to men. Do you hear the bells? They're ringing peace on earth, the light of the angels singing, peace on earth, open up your heart. You notice it didn't say open up your ears. <laughs> open up your heart and hear them. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. And it goes on, peace on earth, goodwill to men. And I thought, Wow. So powerful what is the, what is this peace? what is this Prince of Peace and and how how do th- does that relate to the world and how does that relate to us every single one of us is in a battle if you know the Prince of Peace or you don't know the Prince of Peace every one of us is struggling some way or another. Some of us are actually losing ground, while others are taking new ground. And others are doing really well, going from victory to victory, from conquering and to conquer. We're all fighting this enemy of our souls, all of us. But let me ask you this question, us being in a battle. Could you imagine going out into the battlefield in the battle and not clearly understanding who your enemy is think about that you go out into a battle a battle of life and death fighting for a cause but you don't know who you're fighting you don't see the enemy that's a scary thought we wouldn't you don't know who the enemy is because you can't see him. You know what could happen? If that was the case, the enemy could walk right into the camp. He could pretend he is or your friend. He is one of us. And we could listen to him. Do you understand how much damage the enemy could cause if something like that happened? Could we be that deceived? Brother Andy, We need to ask that question. Can we be that deceived? Satan comes as an angel of light. We know that's what the Scripture says. Satan is not an angel of light. He is an angel of darkness. He's a prince of the power of the air. He is evil. The Bible calls him the father of lies. He's a deceiver. None of this has anything to do with light, an angel of light. <laughs> He's more, more subtle than any creature of the field. He's the master of deception. Doesn't have a very good record, does he? And here's the thing. Satan speaks to all of us. I'll say that again. He speaks to all of us, but I'm saved, Brother Andy. Of course you're saved. And if you're not saved, we want you to be saved. And by the way, when you get saved, he's still going to speak to you. But we have a choice who we listen to. He speaks to all of us, but here's my question. When he speaks to you, When Satan speaks to you, what does he sound like? I should say it more clearly. What does his voice sound like? Have you ever heard Satan's audible voice? You'll probably never hear Satan's audible audible voice. He doesn't use his real voice uh, most of the time. If you ever heard Satan's real voice, you would be terrified. You would run for your life. You would feel, you would feel the dark energy that Satan is made out of. Satan is a spirit. He's not a, he's not a red cartoon character with horns and a tail. Satan is a spirit, and he's an evil spirit, and he's no joke. He's not playing around, and we need to be aware on when he speaks to us, what he sounds like, because he's not going to sound evil. He's not going to sound the way... You're not going to detect... You're not going to... His voice is, is not that dark energy. This is how he talks to us, not using words that you can hear. But you know, when Satan talks to you, he uses words that you can hear in your mind, or in your head, or you can feel in your hearts. When Satan talks to you, he uses thoughts, he uses images, he uses stories, so we will believe his lies someone asked can satan really put a thought into your mind (laughs) yes we we teach the kids say no to the devil right say no 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 Um, uh, don't listen to him so yes he can put a thought into our minds even though we can't hear his voice. So what really happens is you don't hear his voice, but you actually experience him. This is really crucial to understand this, when I'm saying you experience Satan. You experience Satan through the thoughts that he puts in your head, into your minds. You experience him through the pictures he puts there, and you experience him through the emotions and the stories. He continually plays in your head. This is what I mean when we talk about the devil's voice. You're not going to hear his voice uh, in an audible voice, but you there will be activity in here and in here when Satan speaks to you. So the question is, just because these thoughts and these feelings are playing through you, are playing through you, you're not necessarily the one putting them there. Or should I ask you this question? Are you the one putting those thoughts and feelings there? Or is it Satan putting them there? If you can't answer this correctly, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. Because Satan is a roaring lion seeking to devour you and he is crafty, and he is going to use some incredibly dangerous weapons upon you. And where does he use them? In your head and in your heart. I'm exposing the enemy this morning. I might not be using Bible vocabulary (laughs) to describe this to you. You might have to add that in there somewhere. But I'm just telling you how Satan works on our souls. He is not playing. He has no mercy. He's going to pull out all his deceptive tricks. This is very serious. Satan also knows with all the thoughts and the stories that he puts into our heads and our hearts, comes along with them feelings and emotions. It's true. How many times in the Bible does it talk about the thoughts of the heart? Yeah, they're talking about feelings and emotions also. This deception of the enemy seems so real when you experience it. And he's trying to trick you that it is you speaking and not you th- uh, uh, not him speaking, that this is what you are thinking, but he's the one placing the thoughts there. I catch this all the time. Um, And it's taken a while to do this. Because when a feeling comes, the end result is he wants you to believe that's who you are when he puts these thoughts and these feelings and these accusations and this guilt and this shame inside your head. But that's not you. That is not you. Who are you? You are someone that loves God. Take that, enemy. (laughs) You are one that wants to please him with your whole heart. Can I hear an amen? You are one that wants to go to heaven. Your desire is to do what is right. You are a child of God. You love God, and you want to do what's right. You are not the thoughts and the feelings and the voice that the devil places in your head. These are attacks from Satan and are targeting you to feel guilt. This is why some people give up, saints. This is why some people want to end their lives. They can't, there's too much going on in here. I can't do this. I tried and it's the enemy saying those things to your brain when all you want to do is love God. (laughs) This is serious. Satan wants to make you feel powerless and shameful and guilty when you haven't done anything except love God. Oh, yes, thoughts will come in, but you're trying to push them out the whole time because you love God. Satan is a roaring lion. He he wants to devour us, and I'm not going to let him. Praise God. This isn't just a woe story. (laughs) There's a good part. There's a good ending to this, by the way. But these attacks are from Satan. Satan is trying to use us as a puppet. He does. He really does, if you can see this. And then again, if we don't know it's the devil's voice talking to us, and we don't know that it's his stories and his thoughts, we're going to believe them, we will believe they're coming from ourselves. We will be convicted that they are true. And over time, they become you. You give up. You you don't see a way out of this. Here comes a good story. (laughs) There's a good news. There's an amazing answer to all this. It doesn't have to be that way. I just told you about a prophecy and someone that was going to help us here. There's another voice. There's more than one voice. There's a higher voice. There's a higher way. There's a voice that speaks to us all the time also. And it's a voice that doesn't speak lies to us. There's another voice that's speaking love and kindness and hope and power. The challenge is sometimes this other voice is so loud and arrogant and dominating. It's hard to hear this other, still small voice. But they're all they're both trying to capture your attention all the time. There's two voices, a still, small, comforting voice. If you will listen to it, if you will open up your hearts and hear the bells ringing, there's peace. Turn towards that peace on earth. There's an encouragement voice. There's a loving voice. It's there. But I want you to notice one thing. That voice, that encouraging voice, that too, that also is not an audible voice. <laughs> it's a spirit. It's God. It's the Prince of Peace. It's, it's You can feel it. You can feel the love and the peace and the joy. I don't know. I, I've never heard God's audible voice where I can take out my phone and record it. Uh, if anyone ha- of you have, I'd like to hear it, see what he sounds like. You know who God really sounds like? He sounds, now this is coming from me, not from God. He sounds like you. Satan sounds like you too. When Satan's talking to you on this side, it's, his vo- it's your voice he's using. And when God talks to you, it's, it's, you can't distinguish it between your voice, and, but you can distinguish it through the energy, or I say the spirit, or the vibes. I don't know what you would, you would call it, by the love, or by the fear, by the peace, or by the anxiety. I actually have them turned around backwards. But it's not a voice that you audibly hear, but it's something that you can actually feel. Oh, Brother Andy, you said not to, we don't go by feelings. Yes, we don't go by feelings if you're feeling the enemy all the time. But we can always pivot towards peace, the Prince of Peace, to Jesus. That's where you're going to find that. Let's get into the Word of God and let's find the Prince of Peace. Let's, let's, let's grasp what he's trying to say to us with the angels. And as I, as I said before, before we do that, we got to understand that Satan is an energy of darkness. And God is an energy of light. And of love and comfort and peace. So what it comes down to really, what it comes down to at any time, what voice are you experiencing? I'm not saying are you listening to or is talking to you. I'm saying experiencing because that's how we know who's talking to us because you can actually feel it. It's so interesting when you understand this. You'll be going throughout the day and you're worried or you, you have trouble or whatever, and you go back and you're like, ah, oh, I, I see you, Satan. <laughs> And you pivot over to peace, and it goes away. What a joy to be able to say, enemy, that's not going to work on me anymore. I love God. I'm (laughs) I'm going to the other side of the tracks. And here's our challenge in life, saints, if you don't understand this. We're going to always feel worry, fear, doubt, and this and that, but we don't have to fear it. We can actually chuckle at it and laugh at it because we know the mask, who's behind that mask. We can say, oh, you're not the Prince of Peace. I'm not experiencing the God of love and comfort. I'm out of here. And you pivot to peace. (laughs) Pivot to peace. Pivot to God. And you know what? The enemy will come back and he will cause accusations and fear and worries like oh yeah i remember that ah oh, catch again we can pivot back to peace if we're experiencing dark energy it's satan and that's what satan does it's okay because that's what his job is we can laugh at him and just move over it's not a big deal we don't have to be afraid let me let me say this. We don't... Can you be afraid of something but not fear it? I don't know if I'm even saying it right. Can you feel fear and not have it engulf you? Can you feel f- anxiety but not be... Uh, Uh, overcome by it yes we can feel all these negative emotions and feelings but there's a place that we are told to go to and it's in the arms of Christ it's okay if I feel fear but we don't have to bow down to it and give into it and believe it's me and and run with it it's like oh I feel that I know where I'm heading to (laughs) I'm heading over to peace because I'm not feeling peace right now. Praise God we have that access. But if you believe it's coming from you, it's going to be hard to navigate out of there. We have to choose the voice of love rather than the choice choice of fear. I'm sorry. So we got to go on to the, the Christmas story. And by the way, these are two more totally separate messages in itself, but we just don't have time to... To go there, we let's go back to the angels, to uh, Luke two and thirteen, actually two and fourteen. Let's talk about when he was uh, saying, "Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill to men." If you have your concordance, look up that word, peace. This so thrills me when I understood what that means. That word peace, if you look what it means, and I think it's the Greek, it says to be set at one. To be set at one, again, that is the full definition of it. Peace uh, on earth. I don't know about you, but when I gave my life to God, I was set. You know, back in the Garden of Eden, they were separated from God. And all this time, there were things going on for us to get back, to be set with one again with God, to be in the same right relationship, not to be separated from God again. The angel said, peace on earth. And they're not necessarily talking about this globe, but peace on this earth. Peace You might not ever experience peace on this earth, but the peace they're talking about is in this earth. (laughs) To be, for this earth to be set at one again with Christ. And when you're set at one again with God, there is peace. And the enemy, we don't have to give in to him anymore. We don't have to listen to him. And when I say listen to him, We don't have to uh, put up those thoughts and those stories and those emotions that are in our head. We can rebuke them. And we can can get out of that room and go to where, where Christ is. And that's our battle today, is knowing who the enemy is. He's not you. And like I said, just because thoughts come into your head, it doesn't mean it's you thinking them, but it's the enemy putting them there. When Christ was tempted in the garden, do you think Satan, the spirit, uh, was a physical being that was tempting him and physical things were going on? I don't know. I wasn't there. But you know what? Christ was tempted in um, uh, several points. You know what tempted means? (laughs) Being tempted means something that it's... That you have uh, a struggle against, I, I would say, it's not something. Oh, um, if you don't like, I wouldn't say ice cream. But Brother Danny's in the audience. <laughs> if if you don't like, if you don't like, if you like broccoli, let's say, and um, let's say if you don't like broccoli, it's not going to be a temptation not to have broccoli, okay? But it's something that you know you're te- you're tempted towards. I'm kind of getting off track here. But let's go back to the, the, the peace that I was talking about. Being set at one again with God. That's beautiful. That's where that, you'll find that peace, is being set at one again with God. And you hear the song, peace begins with us. <laughs> Once I have peace, guess what? It's amazing how much peace I see other places. Especially here, peace here, peace here, peace here, peace here. Praise God. Um, The second part of that, um, having peace, being set with with God again. The second part is, and goodwill to men. What does that that word goodwill mean? And there's a whole message behind this. And it it is a message we sometimes forget, and it's so powerful. Once you are set again, with God, that, that word, would, that word, goodwill, means to be kind. To be kind. For God so loved the world. He was kind, wasn't he? <laughs> he gave his most precious thing he had. And I'm thinking about us. The angels came and proclaimed to be set at one again. And now, start being kind. Start being kind to you. Start being kind to your family members. Start being kind to everyone around you. I testified in my class. It's like I, I, find, I found myself ignorantly, ignorantly not being kind to someone last year. God is so faithful. God gave me a check. Just like, so unexpectedly, and it was so clear. It wasn't the enemy of my soul condemning me or shaming me. It was God saying, hey, Andy, you're being unkind. <gasps> That's the difference between God's voice and the devil's voice. God, God wants to um, convict you, not condemn you. <laughs> he wants to convict you so you can make it right. I was being unkind, and I'm telling you, how can, I, how can I have any influence on the world if I'm not kind to them? Christ was kind to us. Every word that comes out of my mouth, I'm going to have to give account for. What kind of words am I giving? I'm pri- I'm, I have a long ways to go on this. They're not necessarily kind. I'm working on that with God's help. And this is what he showed me. Peace on earth, I'm set with... You notice the kind words that God speaks to me, that he floods me with? I can do the same for others. I'm not saying to flatter people. I'm not saying to be mushy-gushy. Just be kind to them. A, A kind person stands out in a crowd. I, I thought to myself, who are the kindest people I know? I'm not going to say their names because I don't want to embarrass them, but I love these people. They stand out to me. They, I want to emulate them and they're emulating Christ. And then there's other <laughs> are like, that need to work on that to be more kind. How, how are you doing? Are you considered to be a kind person? If not, happy new year, (laughs) good time to start. If you're not saved this morning, you can be set at one with God, ask him to forgive you. And guess what? He'll come and talk to you. Um, You'll have to learn how to decipher the enemy's voice or the enemy's feelings, the enemy's stories, the enemy's thoughts and God's stories, God's thoughts, God's love. God's peace, and where you are in the middle of this, you always want to pivot to Christ. You always want to move to Christ. That's why we come here. That's why you're listening to this. That's why we come to Sunday school. That's why we get into the Word of God. We don't want to be separated from God again. We want to be set at one with God and stay there. So this morning's message, I just wanted... Um, those that are struggling with a voice inside their head condemning them that want to serve God. Those that want to give up and and go do something else because they can't do this. It's the enemy speaking to your heart. It's the enemy speaking to your mind. Rebuke the enemy. Realize those aren't your thoughts. Those aren't you. You could tell if they're yours because... You wouldn't want to serve God. You don't love God. You love you. But just realize who the enemy of your soul is because he's serious. (laughs) There's no joke, but so is God too. There's so much more power in God than the enemy. And over time, that voice will decrease and God's voice will increase. Not that it will ever go away because that's our, our, our battle here is to be able to... Um, fight the enemy through the Prince of Peace. So that's all we have for this morning. I hope this has helped you some. It's helped me.